Welcome back to another brand new episode of the EPL Boys, your home to everything English Premier League soccer and a little bit more. My name is Matt, as always, with my best friend through the internet, JD. JD, at this point, as we sit, the top four is undecided. The title, I believe, at this point has been decided. The relegation battle has been decided. And even teams have decided on coaches. We are starting to get down to the business end of the English Premier League season. Um, I'm dreaming of white sandy beaches and the off season, but that's just me. But yeah, we are we are in it, JD. We we are definitely yeah, in it. We're, we're in it. And and you said the the relegation battle has been decided. Only one team has been. Oh no 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 not the. I has. Oh, did I say decided? I meant undecided. That's my yeah. apologies. Southampton is going down, but the well, other two spots. Yeah. Who fucking knows. Well, we're gonna t- we are gonna talk about it all. We are gonna talk about it all. But JD, first, really quickly, how was your weekend? The weather was good. I think this was probably like one of the first weekends where like I think it stayed in the seventies the whole weekend, and the sun stayed out, and it was like, hey, nice weather. There you are. Yeah, no, I I had a, I had a very busy weekend. I actually didn't get to see a lot of the games because, well, Friday I had a wedding uh, right after work, and that was awesome. Got to got to see some people I hadn't seen in a little while um weddings for a childhood best friend and that was that was always fun but um saturday um i had to go to a baby shower which was it's a good time it's the kind of baby shower that everyone's you know getting drunk at so that's that's always good not 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 the person having the baby but everyone else um so that was fun uh it was it was actually raining for most of that but then sunday for mother's day was fun uh i went with my girlfriend's uh family to a really nice country club um, around where I live, and that was perfect weather. I wish I, w- I wish I had been golfing. There were there were people, some people golfing, and I was just like on Mother's Day, really. But um, it was it was a fun, busy weekend. But uh, I know I know yours was fun. You got to uh, you know yell and chant with a certain famous person. Yeah. Um, well, first and foremost, Red Bull won their derby matchup against city so we can all cheer because and, and the philly union won their derby matchup yes game yes against um, colorado rapids they're vicious rivals yeah the mls has officially put the staple it's down so, Phil- it's Philadelphia, so stupid it's so stupid. philadelphia union fans rejoice one team has officially claimed you rival <laughs> they just happened to play at colorado which actually it, it actually lined up like things were getting super aggressive late pushes like that oh one yeah, guy, yeah yeah like it, no actually that game was bo- that's a whole uh, other episode of this it's podcast. on that game but it's was on bullshit. it's w- without getting into the details it's on like the cascadia <laughs> cup the atlantic cup the new york derby the miami derby Whatever we can, we have to officially come up with a name for the Colorado Rapid Philadelphia Union rivalry. Like, we have to figure some the, the, name the, out. The River Rolly. I don't know. We're going to figure. Colorado River and, and Subaru Parks on, you know, the river. 
we are going to figure something out where we're going that we're going to give that rivalry a name cuz Philadelphia <laughs> Union fans you no longer have to wait you got your team who you could just hate year round for no reason whatsoever Matt. We have that with the Red Bull. We have that with DC. We have that with the Revolution. It's 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 easy. I see. But the thing is, is like it has to be a mutual thing. There's got to be this whole like I don't like you, you don't like me. We don't we don't we don't burn an inanimate object whenever when we play the Colorado Rapids. Uh, you home. might ha- you might have to start. I don't know what you're gonna burn, but you're gonna have to start doing it because it's rivalry week. Like that's 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 your thing now. Like you hate. <laughs> the Colorado Rapid. That's it. Like it's done. The MLS Papa Don Garber has spoken, JD. Oh yeah, that guy. And 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 you Love have him. to listen and you have to listen to him because what he says is law. Like that's it. Don Garber speaks. Like from Don Garber's mouth to Stu Holden's ear. Like oh, two rejo- of my favorite people. Rejoice to the world. Um I actually got asked a really really tough question. Like the who I hated the most part was not, but the one I would stand to listen to the most was the difficult one. Power rank these one to three, JD. Alexi Lawless. <laughs> okay. Stu Holden. Ugh. Taylor Twelman. Ugh. W- one being you would share a beer with, three being you would do not share a beer with. Well, see, th- okay, that's different because I would definitely share a beer with Alexi Lawless. Uh, yeah. Oh my god, I, that wouldn't be a that would as a not friend, be a... as friends, as friends, like as co- friends, okay. as like as like friendly coworkers who are getting off of their Thursday shift and they're like, "Hey, you want to go grab a beer?" Because we're buddies. Yeah, that power ranking. Yeah, Stu Holden's not my least favorite person. So uh, Stu Holden's number one. Uh, Taylor Twelman can kick rocks. But uh, he's not Alexi Lawless, so Taylor Twelman's firm second, and Alexi Lawless, um, just 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 the worst. Yeah, JD, you and I matching set lists. Let's just go with that. I can, yeah, I can. Whereas, Steve... whereas Alexi Lawless has set American soccer back years upon years. At least they don't give him the mic for actual games as much anymore. Twelman yeah. gets it all the time. Stu Holden gets it all the time. They're not as bad as Alexi Lawless. Yeah. I'm glad that Alexi Lawless does not fucking commentate games, re- really, for the most part, anymore. They mostly just give him a little studio time and let him have Twitter. And yeah. you know what? Twitter's, Twitter's the Wild West. He can say whatever the fuck he wants. I, I try and bully him. And I hate I hate Alexi Lawless because he'll literally, I'll literally say something funny to be, belittle him. And he'll just say, yep, that's true, man. He'll, he like he'll resp- he's responded to me a million times yeah, on Twitter, no, no, and he, he won't he won't he won't go with it. He'll just he'll take the easy way out. Just say, "Yep, you're right," because he knows what he's doing. Like bullshit. He just like he knows he knows what to do to take the air out of your balloon. But Ugh. yeah, uh, fun weekend. Um, always a good time. You know, there's always a lot of shit I have to deal with when city comes to town, but. Not going to get to that here, but yeah, uh, I got to share a capo stand with Burt Kreischer. That was like... Is that how we started this? <laughs> like, that that was that was weird. I'm not going to lie. It was weird. It was like very much like, oh, okay, come on up. And it was actually he's, a lot of fun. He's him. He's, he's him. him. No, he's him. He's got that dog in him too. Um, if he wanted to take any capo in America's job, he could. Like, he just could because he's got the personality and he's got the 
quick ability to take his shirt off. I was like, I was just gonna ask, did yeah. he take his shirt off? Because I'm he, pretty sure I saw him take his shirt off. He in fact, I think 90% of the time he was next to me, he was not wearing a shirt. I actually now I'm playing it back in my head. I don't remember when he was wearing a shirt. See, that's where pr- pr- when we before we started recording, I I I, th- I thought he was just like an actual fan of the Red Bull, low key. I uh, see. I'm, he might be. You know. You know what's crazy? Because that, that seems that seems like someone who is a fan of the team. That's how they would do it. If they, like not not just as a PR thing. Like, yeah. I, like if I was famous, like for whatever reason, and I got the chance to cap over the union for as like a PR thing. Yeah, I'd probably go fucking nuts. Like. Yeah. I again. I I honestly don't know. I'll be honest. I I really I don't know, but. It was cool. I, 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 I can't say it's not cool. It was definitely a fun time, and it's photos I'm going to hold on forever to be like, yeah, I did that. Um, and then I got to watch the Gotham's, the women's game, on a Sunday. So got to do back-to-back days at Red Bull Arena, which I, I always enjoy. Um, but yeah, sprinkled in with all that, there was English Premier League soccer. So we're going to kick it off nice and early Saturday morning. Leeds United 2, Newcastle 2. JD, this is the second time in a row back-to-back games newcastle have dropped points and in a time where dropping points ain't ain't the cool thing to do right now um lead started off nice and early luke ailing's goal and then i kid you not and i'm gonna quote someone on this because i think it's the only way i can describe it leads united decided to go with the tactic of foul everyone like just foul everyone if you can't beat them physically beat them and it did lead to two Cal Wilson penalty goals but to be uh canceled out by Christensen JD the best thing I could describe with this is Newcastle are finding a really bad time to go flat it's it's just like I know a lot of the focus is on Man United because they are the bigger team up there but we're going to talk about Man United in a second but Man United and Newcastle both on the same amount of games by the end of this weekend will be on the same amount of points it's getting tight it's the, I, the currently right now three through three through five is an, a mystery it's an absolute mystery yeah it's it's getting very tight and and like you said newcastle are dropping points when they do not need to be dropping points and yeah newcastle and manchester united both on six six points liverpool sitting there with a game more played than both teams only one point behind and in stupidly good form it's really tight i was as a liverpool fan i was worried about brighton and aston villa but i'm just not anymore i'm more concerned about who's gonna drop points newcastle or manchester united and in the last three games for them and let's talk about and let's talk about and speaking of those last three games let's talk about those last three games because newcastle might have the toughest games to finish the season like it's actually crazy newcastle this and i get this isn't how we thought it would end up but home to brighton which we all just learned playing brighton which we'll talk about brighton is not going to be we didn't just learn that are you kidding (laughs) brighton can knock out the big boys if they wanted to lester at home which I don't believe is going to be as easy as assumed it's, because Leicester will be a desperation. Be yeah. less if, 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 the, if the game today against Liverpool was a desperation, yeah. this will be a desperation game. Leicester may be back against the wall. And then the final game of the season, they go away to Chelsea. 
Now, again, everyone's going to laugh. Oh, it's Chelsea. They've been terrible. Chelsea might be the team to fuck around and just win on the final day of the season for no reason whatsoever. They might. They physically just might fuck around and win. So Newcastle is now sitting here with Brighton, not a guaranteed win. Leicester is a should win. And then Chelsea is a might win. Like, when you look at Man United's remaining schedule, which we're going to talk about in a few minutes, and then you look at Liverpool's remaining schedule, like, as long as those two play their game... They're going to be fine. Newcastle have not been playing their game these last few weeks. And it's like, are they just choosing a really bad time to go flat? And JD, it's exactly as you said, worst time. The single worst time for Newcastle to be doing this. We're going to move on though. Next game, Southampton 0, Fulham 2. Goals from Vinicius and Mitrovic uh, would... Seal Southampton's fate. Southampton, we have officially confirmed. Southampton have officially been relegated. Uh, they will be going down and playing championship football next year. Um, this game wasn't anything special. I'm going to be very clear about that. Like, it, throughout the whole game, you can kind of, like, Newcastle, I'm sorry, Fulham were in complete control the whole time. I mean, and when you really think about it, I thought to myself, did did Southampton ever even get a good opportunity on net? Looking back at the stats, it shows that they had at least a shot on target, but I really, for the life of me, can't remember where it came from. But Southampton, this is this is uh, JD, this is this is it. We kind of like we were kind of figuring out what was who was gonna be the first, but Southampton have made a pretty clear path that they're going down and they're definitely not swinging. The yeah. Uh, the only the only question that's left to answer is where is James Ward Prowse going to be playing next season? It's the only thing left to decide. I'm gonna say, I'm thinking. I I I wanted to like f- quick fire this, but I don't think I can. The right answer is Brighton. I was also too thinking Brighton. That's actually because the thing crazy. is because the thing is he would be a perfect McAllister replacement, but. Yeah, I think I don't think it's gonna be Brighton. I think I think he's gonna go to one of the bigger teams. I think he's gonna go to like a Tottenham or or a Manchester United or so, like if say Sabitzer doesn't get signed on a permanent, maybe well, he may go I, for James Ward Prowse. I don't get me wrong. I would love, I can love see that. with all of my heart, love James Ward Prowse because you could probably get him for around that twenty, maybe that thirty million dollar price tag, and you're talking about a sure thing. I'm talking Steph yeah, not, Curry, not from... not some not some foreign guy that doesn't know the league and he's just coming in. No, you know a guy that literally knows this fucking league. So, but no, for Fulham, uh, they continue to cement themselves. They are fighting for that top ten spot, and I honestly think at this point they're probably gonna get it. So. Yeah, the yard sale that will be Southampton, because the thing I'm worried about is they have all those youngsters who probably still don't command a tall price tag, but teams are still going to come in for and make good bids. I worry that Southampton are going to get completely gutted, and uh, if they get gutted, this is a conversation I was having this weekend with one of my Southampton buddies, if they get gutted, there's no guarantee they pop right back up. Because, yeah. like, yeah. I think a lot of Southampton fans are now just worried that please don't gut the team. Keep the youth. Like, you can find a few guys to help us bump back up. But if you gut the team and you gut them of all the young pieces they have, 
there is no saving this. There is, it's, it, it will be done. So, but the next game, Aston Villa 2, Tottenham 1, uh, Ramsey and David Luiz both getting on the, uh, Douglas Luiz both getting on the goal sheet, uh, for Aston Villa. This was a pretty damn sure thing. Aston Villa really didn't leave Tottenham much to the desire of being in this. Harry Kane getting a consolation penalty straight out of JD's wet dream. Um, yep. Yeah, this is, this game was pretty cut and dry. I, I'm, I'm. I very much at this point am expecting what I'm expecting from Aston Villa, but like, I kid you not, Tottenham were fighting for top four a month ago. And now and they're in seventh. <laughs> and not only are they in seventh, they're only in seventh by goal differential, literally plus two goal differentials to they're this not doing Aston. Better than seventh. Yeah, like I'm telling you this right now. I think Aston Villa go above them. And I wouldn't even be surprised if Brentford magically found themselves to grab a few wins to finish the season. Dude, we could be talking about Tottenham, who a month ago was fighting for a Champions League spot, possibly finishing ninth in the Premier League. They literally can't finish above Liverpool at this point, which is hilarious. Yeah, it's... It's... Yeah, because they are on 36 games. So yeah, they, they can't... They, can, JD, they cannot finish above Liverpool. All Liverpool fans... Please sleep easy tonight knowing Harry Kane cannot surpass you. You guys did it. You you guys did it. All Liverpool fans, go to your go to your drinking cabinets and pull out your finest bottle of something and take a swig for me. Um yeah, this game kind of was like I said, this JD, I don't know if you want to add anything. This game was pretty dead to rights. It was it yeah. was Aston Villa, and it was all Aston Villa. I very much appreciate, and I think Douglas Louis Douglas Louise is consistently underrated at his position. He does a lot for this Aston Villa side. Like he does a lot more than just like because his true position is like a holding midfielder. But like he's just all over the place all the time, and. I feel like if Douglas Luiz was on a bigger team, i.e. a Chelsea, a Liverpool, United, a City, people would be talking about him more in the context of, hey, is this guy as good as, like, N'Golo Conte was, like, at his peak? Because Douglas Luiz does so much, and he's fucking everywhere. Like, it, it, and again, I remember this from a few weeks ago with them playing against United. Like, Douglas Luiz is just fucking everywhere all the fucking time. And it's Posters of Trent Alexander-Arnold on his wall. Oh my god! We'll get to yeah, we'll get check to, the heat maps, Matt. Yeah, let's let's let's. Okay, you played <laughs> against Leicester. Leicester. Okay, my heat maps look good against Leicester. Okay, um, <laughs> Crystal Palace two, Bournemouth nothing. Uh, Crystal Palace just I, honestly, this was a battle of the kind of mid. Crystal Palace just doing enough to at least like. Crystal Palace is probably going to finish above Chelsea this year, and that's going to be funny on its own because that rivalry is just something special. But Bournemouth on 39 points. I, I, JD, I, it wasn't a good game. Very flat. Anytime a Roy Hodgins team outplays every part of your game plan, you just kind of got to go back. You got to throw this game away. I think if you're Bournemouth, you just got to throw this game away. Get one more good result to finish the season. Like, yeah. if you're yeah. Bournemouth, get a draw. I honestly think one draw it from Bournemouth. It doesn't, no, it doesn't matter. Every team below them has played 36 games. I They're on 39 points. You look at Everton on 32 points, Leeds on 31, Forest on 34. 
I yeah get one yeah get one more point, but I I still I I they're fine, they're they're safe. Like, and JD makes a point. Like, I, with, I, with who's who's in the relegation zone? Thir- what nineteenth? Yeah. Leicester City thirty leads leads in eighteenth with thirty one points. They're not beating out uh, Burnmouth. So actually, I think I think Burnley or Burnmouth is pretty much safe at this point. Yeah. They might be confirmed actually safe at the, at that point wait because who? if oh what Bournemouth? if leeds leeds leicester and everton no none of them can beat Burnmouth at this point all right so so, wait, so actually I, it's confirmed Burnmouth are, are confirmed hey safe. hey cherries pop the bottles you're still in it way to go yeah yeah Good. i just did uh, just doing the math there yeah yeah because three other teams in the leftover two relegation spot can't beat Burnmouth now yeah hey Pop the bottles, Bournemouth. Look at you guys staying up in the prem. Up the cherries. Way to go. I like when the team, like, I like when teams play in smaller stadiums and Bournemouth have that smaller stadium atmosphere. Like, it's it's cool. I think it's cool because you look at the camera angles and it's like, oh, there's like. There's an apartment complex. Yeah. If you're on the top four, you can see what's going on. You love it. Um, next game, Manchester United 2, Wolves nothing. Um, pretty cut and dry. Uh even as a United fan, I don't have to go too, too much into this. Wolves really weren't threatening. Like, I think, like, there was only, like, one string of, you know, play where Wolves were, like, holding on to the ball for more than a couple seconds. But goals from Anthony Martial and uh, Granacho coming off the bench and scoring his first goal since coming back from injury, which is massive because Marcus Rashford was a late scratch uh, due to a, mu- a, uh, a leg injury. So... I, I don't know if he's going to be available for our game uh, this upcoming weekend. So, uh, fingers crossed because United are starting to get players back, and that's key. Granacho is going to be a massive impact to finish the season as well. Uh, Rafael Varane played and looked good. It, again, all very good things. But, J.D., I'm going to get mad at the other 19 teams in the Premier League for, like, 30 seconds now bear with me because i'm gonna i'm gonna put on my i'm putting on my angry hat matt okay you know i don't my hats are on the other side of the room otherwise i'd put one on and be mad about it how fucking dare the lot of you yeah that's right anyone who's not a man united fan like man united fans this isn't your fault okay this i'm not yelling at you the rest of you the fuck how the fuck did y'all fuck around so hard David De Gea accidentally got the fucking golden gloves? It's How'd because you... we want you to re-sign him. I, y- y- no! This is a team effort from every other team. We want I you am, to re-sign David De Gea. I am being set up. This is espionage. This is, this is insider trading. I am being... <laughs> I am not having a good time. Matt, you got to understand, he's like one of the best shot stoppers in the world. What he does with his feet and with his hands sometimes. He makes better saves with his feet than passing the ball with his feet. Like, <laughs> oh, I here's the thing. I There's the overall rumor that Man United are like, again, it's probably going to happen. They're probably going to resign him. But I think the thing is, is he's not going to be even on half the wages he was on right now. Because remember, if people forget, David De Gea is the highest paid goalkeeper in the world. And, like, by not close margins. So, I think he's... Go- if if De Gea stays, he's going to go on a massive pay cut. 
but I think Ten Hag still wants to bring in another goalkeeper in the offseason to kind of at least test the position. But like every single goal, Dean Henderson sitting there. I think I think Dean Henderson's gone. I don't think Ten Hag admires him, and I just think like I think Ten Hag from what sounds like the, like in all the goalies Ten Hag's looking at are ball playing goalies. Like they're all goalies around the twenty million dollar range, but they can like for as good as they are in net, their distribution is good, and I think that's going to be a key thing. So, but for Wolves. Really quickly, um, you're on 40 points. Bournemouth's safe, which means you're safe. Congratulations, Wolves. You once again survive the Premier League again. But yeah, this was massive for United. Um, these three points were so needed, especially with Newcastle dropping points. And as we will be talking in a few minutes, Liverpool doing everything else except drop points. Um, United are going to need to win two of their last three games. Like I'm, Liverpool are not dropping points. That's it. They're just they're just not dropping points with their last two games. It's just not happening. That's it. Man United need to win their two of their last three games. Like that's that's just it. Like you, I don't know how the best way to describe it is. Is you just you can't rely on Liverpool to drop points. You can't because the way they're playing, it just doesn't look likely. So um. I actually, like, we are actually in a position, JD, where literally you and I can both make Champions League. Like, if Newcastle fucks around enough, I could finish third, you could finish fourth. Or fuck it, you could finish third and I could finish fourth. I don't know. I don't make the rules. <sighs> or or Brighton could go on a run. Can Brighton mathematically still make Champions League? No. Yeah, they, they're only on 34 games played. They have four games left. They're on 58 points, but they have four games left. Excuse us as we take a mental break to look. Okay, they can get twelve points. They can get a possible seventy. Uh, points. No, they no they can't. <laughs> oh, I know they have a very tough schedule. No, no, I'm yeah. aware. I'm saying mathematically they could get a total of seventy points. They're not going to. I'm just. Saying. I am going to place a bet upon myself. I I, I, I agree. I'm, I'm, they're not going to. I'm just saying mathematically. I'm gonna make they a could. bet. I'm gonna make a bet to myself, JD. A bet to myself because I am doubting Brighton this hard. Brighton's final games, final four games, away at Newcastle, home to Southampton, home to Manchester City, away to Aston Villa. My bet to everyone. This is just to me, but I want you all to hear it. If Brighton get ten out of twelve points. I will wear a Brighton jersey to the Brighton-Newcastle game at Red Bull Arena. I will learn Brighton chants, and I will sing Brighton songs. No, come on. We're going we're gonna to make some EPL boy shirts by then. Well, I can wear it in the state. JD, I, I am allowed to change my shirt at some point. So, um, yeah, uh, 10 out of 12 points. Brighton, ball's in your court, okay? Balls in your court. Credit cards so ready. Sixty-eight points. They could still pass both. Yeah. You, both you yep. guys, Newcastle and Liverpool. Yep. 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 Ten out of twelve points. I'll buy a Brighton jersey. Chelsea two, Fulham two. Uh, Raheem Sterling um, getting two goals with um, Aluani. Aluai. Tyro yeah. Awani. Awani. The former Liverpool striker. Yes, because that's how you know how to pronounce his name. 
Um, it is it is partly. I, yeah. I have been following him all season because yeah. he is a really good player. But yes, he was on the books with Liverpool since 2015. Actually, no, he was a Klopp signing. He was actually one of Klopp's first tech, technically first signings. He's Nigerian, I believe. Um, when he was signed, he didn't have a work visa, so he actually couldn't even be in the youth academy. He had to be on loan. He was on loan for like seven seasons oh, because he could never he could never get the the right amount of experience. Um, like he didn't play in the Nigerian national team. He didn't play in a big enough league. Like it was kind of, it, it sucks actually to see him now kind of doing pretty well in the league. Cause it's like, fuck if he had, you know, you know, been nurtured in the Liverpool Academy, he's fast as fuck. He has a good eye for, for a pass. It's it, that could have been cool, but fast as fuck boy. I'm fast, fast as, as fuck, fuck boy. boy. Um, I hate to say this out loud. God, Chelsea, Y'all, you guys should have fucking won. Oh my god! Like, it, outside of a few massive waves from like Dude, Forest, who cares about Chelsea. D- who cares? I, I get it, but I mean, we still got a fucking JD. They are one of the bigger teams in this league, and we do need to fucking give them their flowers, even though there's not many to give. Like, Chelsea played very well in this game, and like. I, dude, I don't fucking, like, I actually genuinely think, like, damn, that kind of fucking sucks. I feel like Chelsea probably could have pulled something out of this game. They actually could have. Like, I don't remember Forrest touching the ball for the last, like, 20 minutes of the game. Like, it was, it just, for me, it was just absolutely baffling that, like, again, we just, we have this expectation for Chelsea, and then we watch them, and it's like, this expectation just dissolves. It just disappears. But... Again, this is a game where it doesn't really affect the table, um, at least for Chelsea, but for Forrest, it keeps them... That's an important point, where they are. They are now a three full points safe of the drop, but they are on worse goal differential than Leeds United, which plays a huge factor, because if Leeds pull a win, Forrest go back down. But Forrest... Oh, no, I'm sorry. Forrest and Leeds, though, are on the same amount of games, so with the last two games... Forest. Let's see who Forest has to finish up the season. This should be good. Ooh, not easy. Home to Arsenal, who will have a point to prove, as we will discuss, and away at Crystal Palace to finish the season. That those are not. If not easy, no. I think if again, I don't want to jinx myself, JD. Tell me I'm wrong. One point keeps that keeps them up. Like, 35, um, 35 points might get them there. Technically, no, because of Leeds win. Oh, no, no. Yes, I understand that. But I'm I'm saying mentally. I'm just thinking to myself, like, I personally believe... One good result. Yeah, one, one good result. One assist or one uh, draw, they're up. Because I don't know if Leeds have the ability to get four points out of two games. Like, that yeah, would be asking... That would be asking so much of this Leeds team. But, uh, JD, we do have... A new manager appointment. So Frank Lampard will not be the manager after this season. Is this confirmed? I think it is. Enough. I have are... not gotten All a right. notification. There's. I. I as I've... far as I know, there has not been a rom bomb oh, yet. Oh, oh, hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Has Let... there been a Twitter rom bomb? You know I don't what? Think you, there you, has. you know what I did get today, and it's actually kind of funny. I got an email from NBC, like about like sports and stuff like that. Reports. Uh, Prochettino agrees to take over Chelsea in June. So if they're saying it, I'd like to think it's probably got some weight to it. 
hey Chelsea, congratulations! You bought a you brought in a manager who has no experience of winning trophies with good teams. I'm looking on for Fabri- for Brizio Romano's Twitter. I'm I'm not seeing anything. When was this that you said? I got an email like a few hours ago. I'm seeing nothing about this. Yeah, well, I'm, my apologies. Fabrizio Romano only gives tap-in information. Like, Fabrizio Romano's not going to submit anything until, like, five minutes before the team does. So, like, it's kind of fucking annoying. But that's just me. I have my personal opinions on Fabrizio Romano. Probably a great guy. Um, Next game, we're on to Sunday. Brent- oh, hold on, oh. hold on, hold on. I found it 17 hours ago. Pochettino will be in London this week to sign the contract as new Chelsea coach. Expect to be valid until June 2026. Okay. Does he not get one one of those 10-year contracts like all of his players are getting? Like, like, come on, man. He's got to be along for the ride, too. That's just me. We're on to Sunday. Brentford 2, West Ham nothing. Brentford confirm a top 10 finish for the first time in, I think they said, like, 80-something years or something like that. That's ridiculous. Like, that's absolutely crazy. Well, they haven't been in the league that long. Yeah, for 70-something years. But West Ham, with this loss, are still not mathematically safe yet. On 37 points, they, if Leeds... If Leeds somehow, someway get two wins and West Ham get two losses and get like a minus 12 goal differential, <laughs> West Ham still are not safe. But JD, I, I, if I said Nottingham Forest they only are, need a they point. Are. Yeah, they're safe. David Moyes, give him a, give him a five-year deal. This is his project. Let him run with it. Like, Don't tell Brian that. Like give David Moyes infinite amounts of money. Let him just let David Moyes cook, okay? David Moyes master classes, okay? He's a he is one leg in an European Cup final. I just wanna just wanna put that into the universe, okay? Like it's any, the it's the it's the lesser of three, but yeah. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. Like it, dude, I dream of playing Thursday nights in the Europa League conference, okay? Well you don't, don't, don't. You don't. could be don't, don't. Don't. You technically are mathematically not out of that one. I hate. I, I like. Imagine not being mathematically away from dropping. Um, <laughs> anything you want to add about this game, JD? I this game was Brentford scored some goals and yeah. Um, yeah. No. West Ham. West Ham haven't looked good most of the season. They. I think they've done the work they needed to do to stay up, and that's not a compliment because this West Ham team should be comfortably upper mid table the way the the way this team is structured the players they have they should be doing a lot better this season and they just haven't good on them for pretty much guaranteeing safety but that's that's not the bar the bar needs to be set a lot higher and and yes honestly if they win the europa conference league and they get a europe or uh and they get a uefa europa league berth that's awesome they need to bring in some people to change this team because it did not work this season. It, it's you. You said nothing wrong. I mean, I wonder if David Moyes keeps his job. I think. I think that's going to be like the key thing. Like, do you think they just didn't change David Moyes' job because a little of the European Cup? But it's like, what are you going to do? You going to fire David Moyes and bring someone to caretake yourself to staying up? Like. 
that's kind of what David Moyes' forte is. Like, that's what David Moyes does. It's like that he literally has done that already with West Ham. He's literally been brought in to keep them up. I don't know. I This is just me. And JD, you could tell me if what I'm saying is absolutely crazy. David Moyes, there's going to be that whole David Moyes and West Ham have mutually parted ways at the end of the season. Like when the season concludes. I don't know. Like, I, don't, I don't think they get rid of him, especially if they win the Europa Conference League. I don't think they get rid of him you, because... I'm just, you don't want to bring in someone maybe with a little bit more pedigree to fight. Because again, it is one of those wh- things. Wh- what, who is going is going to be on West Ham's radar I, that has a better pedigree than David Moyes? I, and I'm not even joking when I no, say that. I, I, again, there's nothing to joke about. David Moyes has a very good rap sheet with being, you know, tied with clubs that do have success. And I'm not disagreeing with you. But like... I, I physically think you need to bring someone who will be able to bring in some more characters to this lineup. Brennan Rogers, then. Uh, not wrong. Like, I'm, I, I, JD, not wrong. Not wrong when you say Brendan Rogers. Brendan Rogers has experience with playing with top flight teams, with top flight players, and being able to do those midweek travels to those European games. Brendan Rogers has that experience. Like, he does. Like, and I'm not taking anything away from David Moyes, but David Moyes did it with Man United, and that shit hit the ground fucking hard, like harder than a meteor. Like, so what's what what's what's David Moyes gonna do when he's not playing Wi-Fi codes all across Europe? Like in the Europa League, there are some big boys that do get themselves in there, if not during the qualifiers, when the Champions League fallouts do hit. Like, how is West Ham gonna do? They're gonna be dude. They're gonna be seen as a walkover. You might as well try to bring in someone like Brendan Rodgers to at least like make it difficult. Because it's going to be tough for West Ham to be going into the Europa League and then getting absolutely smacked around by Sevilla 5 nothing in the first leg of their qualifier. Like, yeah, I, don't know. I, I don't know. I, I, I don't know. People at home can't see me, but I'm physically shrugging my shoulders, putting my hands in the air like, the fuck do you want me to say? Um, all right. Let's move on. We talked way too long about West Ham there. Uh, Manchester City 3, Everton nothing. Uh, cool. Two goals cool. from Gundogan. Um, Erling Holland also getting on the goal sheet. Uh, Gundogan's goal, people aren't going to like the fact that I'm going to say it out loud, but that goal was, like, that one goal where he took it off the thigh and flicked it in with the back, like, with the side of his foot. That was a classy fucking goal. Like, I, I didn't, like, watching it, while it was on TV was like, I, I didn't truly appreciate the goal until they slow mode it like three times. That's a hell of a fucking goal. Like that is a yeah, Okay. Good to one. He's a good player. We get it. I wonder where he goes. Cause I, I apparently pep does like, even though he's so important and he's Pep's captain, I, I wonder where Gundogan go. Like, does he go back to Germany? Like, I could see him going back to Dortmund. I think that would be a cool, like, reunion. I don't think he goes to Bayern. Like, I don't know if he goes to Leipzig. Like, I just feel like... Or do you think he might... Like, there's a team in the Premier League that would love, like... Yeah, it, I, it's up in the air. He he could go anywhere. He could go back to Dortmund. He could go to fucking Barcelona, for all we know. I... I he could go somewhere in Italy. I I Ooh, I don't know. I do like I do like. He seeing, has yeah. He has he has some years left, and yeah. Fuck it. You know what? No, 
Now, we're overthinking this. Gundogan is a perfect candidate to get one last fucking huge contract from PSG. Like, PSG would offer him, like, 240,000 pounds a week to just, like, hey, cycle through the other midfielders that all do the exact same thing you do. Like, I don't know. I, 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 if it happens, I, I, someone send me $5 on Venmo. Like, just for getting that right, okay? Thank you. Uh, Everton, though, it's a different case. This was, again, very tough for Everton. They are in the heart of the relegation battle. They are only one point above the safety on one less goal differential to Leeds. JD, Everton are anything but safe, and we are going to look at those final games, and if you take a look, their final two games are away to Wolves, Home to Bournemouth. I don't know if they'll win either of those games. I so. think I think you try your best. Like, I get it. It's the Sean Deitch way. Dude, get two draws. You get two draws. I don't. I don't think Leeds get a win. I don't even think Leeds get a draw for the rest of the season. So I think two draws physically might see you to the safe land. Like, it's two, yeah. Two two draws will be really tight because two draws gets you on par with forest if they don't get yeah. any points so i it's really tight they need a win more than anything so like l- looking at those fi- looking at those final two games home to away to wolves home to bournemouth theoretically i'm thinking to myself i i'm, th- I'm thinking to myself that like i i, I just for me personally i, I i'm very well, going away to Wolves is not easy. So I think if you're Everton, you have to just like put almost all of your eggs in the home to Bournemouth on the final day of the season. Like, uh, imagine going into Goodison Park and being like, a win keeps you in. Like, that's stuff that's like they're going to put on the end of season DVD of like magical moments. Like, on the final day of the season, Everton won and stayed up. Like, well, it's what happened last season where everyone stormed the pitch and it's like okay you're not some championship club that you know just got promoted and stayed up with the final day you're everton this is so much worse let me put my hands up i don't want to disagree with you i agree because in our lifetimes jd everton have been a good been a good club but other teams have gotten better other teams have been financially backed everton have not Everton, it's very publicly that they are being ran by a board of people who do not understand what to do or how to run a club. This, I think, is just Everton, JD. I think this is it. I don't think Everton... I personally don't see in our lifetime, or at least in the upcoming years, Everton going back to being like... Dude, do you remember when Everton were like sixth every year? Like... Yeah, when Tim Howard was there. Tim and, Howard, and, Tim Cahill. And Lay like, Baines. Lay in oh. Baines. I think Seamus oh, Col- I, I think right. Seamus Coleman was there the whole time too. Like Oh yeah, yeah, he's still there. Yeah. Like, but I'm just thinking to myself, like, I don't think, JD, that we're ever gonna go back to a time where Everton are that Everton ever again, just because everyone else has gotten so competitively better, while Everton have just been taking massive steps backwards the whole time. Like Okay. Yeah. Also, could couldn't happen to a worse club. Public service announcement. A public service announcement. Stop giving Frank Lampard work. Just, just, just stop. Like K 
Kiss of Death, Black Venom, Black Widow Spider Bite. Like, he comes, he destroys, he you pay him, and then he leaves. Like... <sighs> Final game of Sunday, and it absolutely may have... Ap it may have just completely decided the title race. Brighton 3, Arsenal nothing. It, it was already decided. It, but this is the nail in the coffin. This is this is it. This this squeezes the life out of that Arsenal balloon. The elephant has officially broken the branch, JD. And it, it it's happened. It it has happened. I wanna just get into Brighton played the perfect game. I I can't stress enough. Brighton literally played the perfect game. At no point during this game did Arsenal look comfortable. Their home crowd was taken out of it immediately with that high press Brighton know how to work with. JD, I, I, if this Brighton team doesn't get low-key gutted in the offseason and they regen random, you know, 18-year-olds to automatically do the business, um, Brighton are going to be a team that's going to really frustrate the absolute shit out of clubs like Liverpool and United next year because they are just going to be good and they're not going to go anywhere. Yeah, it's it's... That's the key thing there, if they don't get gutted. But the thing is, they're at, they're in a situation where they can attract good players. So, yes, they're going to sell McAllister to Liverpool or United or somebody, and that's no problem. They're going to sell Moises Caicedo, whatever. They're going to replace make, them. They're going to make $180 million on those two guys right there. Yeah, and I they, they will replace them easily, easily. And yeah, this is this just shows how good Brighton have been this season with you know who they have. And I yeah, for Arsenal, I this you've given up. I not 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 to say you lost you you are you hadn't already lost the title. You did. When you went on the, that three game draw streak, you lost the title. But this is sad. It's just sad. I just want to say one thing we before we move on and if you are a, a consistent listener of our show, you know JD and I aren't the biggest fan of art the club Arsenal. And JD and I have already made the bottling jokes. Fans. We, 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 we've already we've already made the bottling jokes. We've already made the hey, we sacrificed everything. We got knocked out of every cup competition to focus on the league. I personally have my own beef with certain Arsenal fans who choose to believe a trophy in third place is worse than second place with no trophies. My last gripe with Arsenal is if Aaron Ramsdale wasn't English and played for Arsenal, he would be put in the same spotlight David De Gea is. Aaron Ramsdale makes more, as many mistakes, maybe not as many, but he makes a ton of mistakes from the goalie position, but is never called out on it. Because JD, do you want to know Why? Because he gets the Jordan Pickford treatment, which is he's English, therefore he is forgiven. If he's, he's white and English, if he was anything else but, oh God, if Aaron Ramsdale was French, oh my God, if Aaron Ramsdale was German, if Aaron Ramsdale was German, they'd be singing he, Burt Leno chants. Like, I was gonna say he'd be playing for Fulham, right? Yeah, now. like I can't <laughs> I, I can't stress enough that like certain clubs. Which certain players get no scrutiny for no reason whatsoever. Like, one of the goals was a direct error via Ramsdale. 
And like I, dude, if that was Manu, if dude, oh my god, if that was David De Gea, oh my god, it would have been the only well, thing on Twitter for twenty four hours. Well, and it was the the other weekend. Yes. When yes. David De Gea De Gea yes. let that one go. Yes. In. Yes. Oh my god, I was at a Devils game and that was getting shared to me by everyone. Like, that's the thing I just don't understand. There's just this bias that England players who play for certain clubs do not get touched. They don't get there's there's no scrutiny in any direction whatsoever, and it's just annoying. But, JD, we have some good news. If Arsenal lose their upcoming game in the upcoming weekend, I don't know who they play. I don't have it up yet. But if they do lose, Manchester City will win the title before they have to step back on the field. Crazy. Absolutely crazy. But the final game of the weekend, and I'm going to let JD take all of it. It happened today on Monday. Liverpool 3, Leicester City nothing. JD and I do disagree. I thought Liverpool, I thought Leicester played good for the first 10 minutes, but JD... No, they we, did. They, they did. After the I first, agree. After the first 10 minutes, though, JD, go have go have fun. Liverpool played some really good football. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. Leicester, Leicester played their desperation best they could. For, they need points. <laughs> for, ten, for 10 minutes. For 10 minutes. For 10 minutes. And Liverpool held them, and Liverpool matched it. And after the first 10 minutes, Liverpool were like, all right, let's 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 take it right to him. Curtis fucking Jones. Curtis Lionel Messi Jones. I want some credit because a few years, I think it was like a year or change ago, I said Curtis Jones is going to absolutely be a star in this league. And you corrected me by saying, do you mean Harvey Elliott? And I was like, no, I mean Curtis. <laughs> no, like, like, no, I mean Curtis Jones. Well, like, he, yeah, here's the thing. They play different positions, but... Um, no, Curtis Jones, he's always had the, the ability that's never not been there. It's more the consistency and the last few weeks, Curtis Jones has gotten his chance because of injuries, because of just rotation. He's, and it's not just this game. The last few games he's played, he's looked good in that advanced role. And it's, it's also because Trent Alexander-Arnold is playing this hybrid role and if you just watch a Liverpool game over the last seven games, you'll you you could literally see it how Trent will be at right back as soon as they get the ball. He is in the midfield playing that number eight role, and it is astounding how much it does for him as a player, but also what it does for every other player like Curtis Jones. He can push forward because Fabinho Henderson they're kind of staying back more with with Trent, and Curtis just gets into these positions. It's it's incredible, and we got to talk about Mohamed Salah. What a one season wonder it's been the last seven seasons. I mean, three assists. Come on, he might be good. Okay, he might he, he might be good. Okay. He's got some time. The jury the jury is still very much out on this Mo Salah guy who I'm hearing for the first time. Like, let's let's let him get a few years in the Premier League under his belt before we start labeling him of any certain merit. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah. But 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 Cody Gakpo playing this false nine role he drops into midfield eerily similar to one roberto firmino except Gakpo has some speed to him which that's the one thing firmino never had he never had like out and out speed and that's okay it worked but Gakpo, not saying he has the technical ability that firmino has but he has the attack positioning to drop in and then make runs and he has the speed which is great he links the play and it's awesome luis diaz coming back from injury he looked good he looked he looked raw a little rough just because he hasn't played most of the season. That's okay. Jolta came in late. 
but Trent Alexander-Arnold, you can say whatever the fuck you want about the foul that was giving. Look, Johnny Evans, yes, he gets the ball. He goes over the top of the ball and takes Henderson out. That's going to be called a foul every single day. It's going to be called a foul. I, I don't know if you saw that, Matt. Yeah, no, I, 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 I saw it, and honestly, I do agree it was a foul, but I'm just saying the only thing I thought in my head was if that was Casemiro, Casemiro would be in okay. jail. Okay, Casemiro yeah, okay. would currently already have seen agree, a judge. Casemiro would have already seen a judge, and he would have been booked <laughs> seven to ten years for attempted manslaughter. Okay, I just want to throw that okay. out. I just want to put that into the universe. Right, well, like, Casemiro, yeah. like what, they, they were saying they yeah. they want the worst. They want the worst. Just, they are preying on my man's downfall. Just the commentators were saying, well, there's the argument. He got the ball. Yeah, he he went over the top of the ball, touched the top of the ball, and took out Henderson. That is a foul 100% of the time. Regardless, Trent Alexander-Arnold, what a fucking strike. And for Mohamed Salah's third assist of the day, this is the same exact goal as that che- as that goal against Chelsea like three years ago. Maybe Actually, shit, that might have been like four or five years ago. But it's same free kick routine. Salah goes over it, kicks it back, or back heels it just like two feet. Trent gets the space. Top right cheddar. I just, this player, man... It's 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 crazy that he doesn't get into the England team. It's almost like Southgate well, well, doesn't like it well, for some reason. Well, let me let me let me. I am not defending Southgate. I want to just put that <laughs> in. Like, I will get my attorney in this room to do a full disclaimer that me, Matt Sai, is not defending Gareth Southgate in any way. Maybe just maybe now that we've all officially seen what. Trent can do in the midfield, maybe, just maybe, like, we don't put him back as a defender. Like, maybe, just maybe, hey, just stay there. Like, it's like, yeah. it's like, well, next, next season, the, the success from the end of this season with him in that role, I don't think Liverpool are going to ever play him as a true right back again. There's no reason to. Like, you go out, you, 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 you get an actual right back. And I and we've described and, and we've described it on this show. Look at Joe Linton. Joe Linton was the worst thing to ever happen to the striker position ever. Fucking Eddie Howe puts him in the goddamn midfield, and out of nowhere, we're talking about prime Vieira. Like, what? <laughs> yeah. Like no, but 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 this game it was great, cut and dry. Liverpool deserved every little bit of it. Um, seventh win in a row. And uh, click it on the heels of Manchester United and now Newcastle. As we're going to bring that up right now, as it sits now, Manchester City on 85 with 35 games, uh, 36, uh, 36 games, Arsenal at 81. Man United and Newcastle are both on 66 points on 35 games. Newcastle having a 22-goal better goal differential. That's just funny. Then Manchester um, United. That's what I meant. I My apologies. Yeah. Liverpool on 36 have 65 points. So, again, Newcastle and United are still in the driver's seats of those positions. But Manchester United can... Both Newcastle and United can both clinch top four with two wins in their last three. So, again, it's it's going to come down. It's, it's, it's really going to come down to it. The clinching game for United, if Man United win this weekend, the clinching game would be Thursday. It would be Thursday, home to Chelsea, and 
that would literally like that'd be low key sweet, but I don't feel confident having to do the closing game against Chelsea. Like our final game of the season is home to Fulham, but I would like to be done dusted and not even have to think about that. Like I do not want to go into decision day like, hey, gotta win. Like because because if you draw for whatever reason you draw, draw yeah, Liverpool have a much better goal difference. Yeah, <laughs> like, no, oh no, it's. Yeah. I'm not sleeping easy, JD. Okay, I have already cleared my Thursday schedule for the upcoming season, and I don't want to have to fucking, like, schedule my shit again. Okay? <laughs> I want to go back to going to Thursdays after I've been knocked out of the group stage. Okay? It's tradition. But that is going to be the end of this week's uh, episode, uh, this week's uh, preview, uh, reviews. We do have one preview. Um, I will just put this up in the... Uh, Tomorrow, I'll put this up and then I'll just add it to the uh, tally. Um, Newcastle will be hosting Brighton. JD, it's just you and me, and we'll wrap it up in these last few minutes. This game is going to be so fucking good. Because you are going to have Newcastle, a defensive unit, go up against Brighton, the counter-attacking, the uh, pressing force. This is going to be low-key fun. I also think Brighton are going to win. Because Newcastle are going into this game on some poor form. And they're in a little bit of desperation mode. Brighton's kind of playing with house money. And it's like very much like if Brighton don't get anything, eh, it is what it is. Brighton are going to be back. I worry that Newcastle, even being at home, might feel some sense of unease in this game. Because Brighton know how to make you feel uncomfortable. They absolutely made new uh arsenal look scared for periods and newcastle i mean and arsenal play some fluid football i think brighton are gonna win jd and it, it's it's gonna shake up a lot of what we just talked about so w what are you thinking to close up the show yeah I, I i think i agree that this is going to be a very very entertaining game i think this is gonna be a very entertaining draw I think Newcastle are going to sit back. Brighton are going to press them. They're going to have most of the possession, most of the chances. I think this is going to be a very good draw, like a 2-2, maybe a 1-1, but with great chances. Yeah. So I am going to put the post up uh, today as you're listening to it, and I will just track that after 24 hours of voting. Um, so that is going to be it for our episode today. Once again, we want to thank every single last one of you so much for joining us. We greatly appreciate all the love and support you guys throw our way if you are not already please give us a follow at the epl boys on instagram for all of our updated news here from the epl boys camp as well if you are not already please hit the subscribe button we're on whatever platform you're listening to us on so to make sure that you get all the updates on when we drop our new episodes so for jd my name is matt guys i want you to be safe i want you to be well we will see you guys next time so